Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, the Minnesota Fight Night podcast catches up with Jesse Wanamaker, a pro boxer and mixed martial artist fighting out of the port city of Duluth. On March 10th, Wanamaker will step through the ropes for the second time as a pro boxer. His fight is part of a big card at the Garden in Duluth. In the following interview, Wanamaker talks about the upcoming fight, his combat sports background, and more. He even walks us through one of his favorite hobbies, surfing on Lake Superior. I hope you enjoy the interview. Thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. This is... um... Great episode previewing boxing up in Duluth. My co-host is Brian Johnson, and today we are both pleased to be joined with Jesse. And Jesse, I don't want to butcher the last name. Is it Wanamaker? Wanamaker? Yep. Wanamaker? Yep. Wanamaker. Um, well, no, but thank you so much for making time and joining us, dude. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. So this is, uh, according to BoxRec, this is going to be your second pro fight. Yep. Uh, but, you know, like I've been following you and friends with you on social media, and I think you've got quite an extensive fight background. Um, most of it might be in mixed martial arts. Um, yeah. But can you break down how you got into fighting and um, ultimately into professional boxing? Yeah, I actually had uh, 50 amateur boxing matches. I was actually 2010 Upper Midwest Golden Globe champion. Um, I actually knocked out DeLorean Caraway for that fight, actually. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> I was like the... 10 to 100 dog in that fight. <laughs> Seriously, I got lucky. I got a lucky punch, man. That'll never happen again. But it was it was <laughs> it was a good fight though. But uh yeah, and uh so then uh after I was doing uh amateur boxing, I started helping some wrestlers with uh their striking for some MMA stuff. And all of a sudden I was like, maybe I could do some MMA too. And I kind of drifted off into the MMA world for a while. Uh but I still train boxing, you know, five days a week. So I just uh picked up a couple of pro fights and actually I got a little overconfident in my pro boxing debut. I thought I was going to just smoke the guy in the first round and I got a little punch happy and I uh, ended up getting stopped myself in the first round. Um, but that's not going to happen this time. <laughs> Definitely pick my punches a little better and be smarter. Now your opponent, his name is uh Freddie Cotto jr. And it doesn't say uh, where he's from, but it looks like, um, He's had one fight. He lost his pro debut, and it looks like that was in Mississippi. Um, yep. But that went the distance anyway uh, for a four-round fight. So you figure he's tough anyway. And oh. um, do you know anything more about him? Not really. The fight actually just came. I had another opponent lined up, and then I, he uh, – so then this this guy actually popped up a couple days ago. So don't really know much about him. Just, just kind of sticking to my game and, you know. Trying to there's be smart. No, uh, there's no video or anything of them out there for you to to watch. I know sometimes guys watch. Sometimes guys don't care. They're like, whatever, a fight's a fight. Yeah, I, over the you know, I've, like I said, I've had damn near 100 fights. So I, sometimes I get like too much involved in watching other people's fights, and I get off my own game. You know, so I figured I'm just gonna train myself and or, you know stick to my games. So I mentioned it briefly uh, when we interviewed Tyler and Eistrom. Um, you know, I mentioned that you had 
been surfing in Lake Superior and we were just talking about before we started the interview. Um, first of all, that's amazing. Uh, that's really cool. Um, but you're quite the, you know, athlete outside of, you know, uh, martial arts and boxing. I mean, you're riding your bike. We're talking about that. You got a bike. You're about to go for a bike ride probably today out in the, in the snow. Um, you know, the surfing thing that, that just blows my mind. How did you ever get into surfing Lake Superior? That's crazy. Um, actually, I don't, it was a long time ago, probably 10, 15 years ago. Some, somebody sent me a video, actually, it was a Red Bull video of uh, people surfing on Lake Superior. And I was like, no, I can't believe it, you know? And so then I looked it up, like I bought a surfboard like two weeks later. And I just kind of self-taught myself. <laughs> the first time I went out, it was a <laughs> awakening, I guess. <laughs> Got my ass. Just doing it on your own, or did you end yep. up up with other people that were doing it too? Or I pretty much just self-taught myself and just trial and error a thousand million times. Wow. So you've been doing that for a long time now. And uh what's the uh the, the season for that, I guess, you know, because I mean Lake Superior is cold even in the summer, you yeah. know, for, for us wusses down here, <laughs> you know. But uh when do you like when's your prime time for surfing? The prime time is November to April. Wow. And then you're in there in that freezing water. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone was telling me that there's a guy up there, like, I guess they said he was a legend. I, <clears throat> like I said, I, it's new to me that people are even surfing up there, but he said he had some big beard and then it'll be like icicles hanging off of it and everything. And I was like, yeah, but, uh, his, his name's uh, Dan, surfer Dan. He lives surfer. in Marquette. And awesome. actually, through actually through uh, Instagram, actually I actually went to Marquette and met up with him one time. Oh, nice! We did some cliff diving off some like fifty foot cliffs into some rivers and shit. It was crazy. Wow! Yeah, your vibe. So what, you, <laughs> so, so what do you do? Do you wear a special kind of wetsuit or something? How do you yeah. keep getting hypothermia if you fall in? That seems like it's pretty. Yeah, I got different wetsuits. I got like four different wetsuits for what what season it is you know i got different thicknesses of them um two years ago actually the water was 70 degrees out and i actually got to go surfing like three times in the summer without a wetsuit and that was like the first time ever in my whole life <laughs> wow yeah i i've only seen surfing uh twice i guess in my life once was in northern california um with guys wearing wetsuits you know because the water was colder up there um yeah. like with and stuff and then once was down in Southern California in the Santa Barbara kind of area. Um, but I saw in a documentary once that people were surfing lakes, you know, like, like superior. And then you're the first person that I can say that I've actually talked to now that's done it. So very cool. But yeah, we were talking about uh, also before Brian joined us, um, you know, you're a very hand, I think you work with um, like cars or something, don't you like for your job, like master mechanic, master mechanic. Cause yeah, I was commenting about how I saw that you built a camper and stuff, but um, Tyler was talking about how he works in construction, and we were kind of commenting about how that just kind of breeds, like, strength, you know, like, man strength, you're working hard, right? And I think the same could be said about doing stuff like what you're doing. You're working with heavy stuff and, you know, with car parts and stuff. I've seen you ripping apart some things in social media, uh, you know, like, some flabbergasting things that were wrong, you know, or <laughs> fixing. Um, hot, how long have you been doing that, being a mechanic? I actually got really lucky. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. And when I was 16 years old, I, I joined an internship program that is called the Automotive Youth Educational System. And I started working in the dealership when I was 16 years old. 
And so I was 18 years old. I already had two years dealership, you know, experience over my head. And I went to college and stuff. And so I'm, I've got like 20 years on everybody. So even there's guys that are like 50 years old and I tell them what to do. So yeah, I'm driving my car until it's in the ground. (laughs) I've my car I drive right now. I drive this little, uh, at the time I thought it was really cool. It's a little Chevy Sonic and, um, I've had a lot of problems with it (laughs) and I'm going to drive that sucker until it's in the, I'm going to hand to the person scrapping that thing in the compactor myself. So Brian, um, Jesse mentioned that, you know, he came from working out right now. He was sparring with Danny, uh, Danny Huffman. Um, how's that sparring been going? Are you getting other sparring, uh, from the local guys? Are you bringing people in Jesse? Uh, no, it's pretty much me, uh, me, Danny and Rondell. We spar almost probably five days a week, I suppose. And then I got, uh, just a bunch of other guys in the gym, up and coming guys, you know? Um, so I get a lot of looks and stuff, but me and Danny have been training like for, it feels like 10 years straight now, <laughs> but we train all the time. So we're always up each other, you know, how's Rondell looking? He's looking great. Yeah. This is probably the best I've seen him in a couple of years. So it's exciting. Yeah, I commented to uh, Tyler that <clears throat> I think I think I probably have seen him fight. I just don't remember. Um, I know his name. I've heard his name forever. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing him fight. Um, yeah, the first time I've sparred with Tyler. So today. that was the first fight with Tyler today. Yep. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you want to say how it go? How to how to go? <laughs> he did good. He's good. Yeah, I'm excited to watch him fight. Yeah, making the pro debut for him. Um, now, we asked him what his ring walk song was going to be because it was his pro debut, and he said he didn't know yet. You know, you said that's a good question. You know, you've yeah. been fighting for a while. You know, you have music that gets you amped up when you're working out or, like, for ring walks and stuff like that. Yeah, I usually, like, I, I'm usually a kind of chill guy. I listen to, like, a lot of reggae and stuff, but, like, for ring walk stuff, I usually, like, get, like, a techno-type stuff, like, you know, really gets, like, the, the beat drops type thing, you know? But I'm actually not sure what my fight's going to be yet, or my song's going to be yet either, so. Yeah, I think that would might be, like, one of the hardest things, you know, unless you get, like, locked in with, like, one song that becomes your song. Yeah. If every time, you know, uh, you have to come up with a new song that gets you pumped up, it might be kind of tough. Yeah, I don't play the same song over and over and over again either, you know, so I try to change it up, I guess. I've never been up and uh, and visited the Jungle Gym, and now they, they moved recently, um, yep. and I think they've got technically two locations, don't they? Don't they have, like, a yep. MM gym portion and then a boxing portion? Yep. Are you uh, primarily in one or the other, or are you going between them both? Because I know with your MMA background, you might be maybe going to both. Yeah, I go to I actually go to three gyms. Actually, I go to primarily the boxing gym, and then I go to the MMA gym for the sparring up there, and then I go to Apex Jiu Jitsu for Jiu Jitsu also. So I kind of pop out around three gyms. So wow, that's busy. Um, is that on the Duluth side uh, for for us Twin City folks down here, or is that on the the, the Superior side? All in Duluth. It's all in Duluth. Right, I make it a little bit easier. It's all nearby yeah. each other. How far away is that? Because you're in the superior side, right? I mean, is that five miles? Yeah. Well, I just was wondering, are you riding your bike or are you driving when you're going to the gym? No, I ride. I drive. <laughs> he was telling me, uh, Brian, that he's got, you know, this big fat tire bike and he's riding around in the snow. So he uh, <clears throat> lowers the air pressure so he can get around. That's crazy. 
Well, you'd be right at home here in uh, Minneapolis, Jesse. We have a lot of bike lanes here. And, uh, people uh, definitely bike uh, all year round. So I'm sure you probably know that, but I don't know what it's like in Duluth. But it's it's a bike friendly city, I guess. They got a lot. They got a lot of trails actually. So I saw a motorcycle the other day. I was like, wow. People <laughs> I was either I was like either that guy really oh. is ready for you know motorcycle season or he's like his car is broken he has no choice <laughs> but whatever yeah once i'll see a, a motorcycle i'm like whoa dude <laughs> so remind me jesse what what weight do you fight at um i've been hopping around a little bit actually i primarily did mma at 135 um i i used to box at 152 but now i'm uh, i'm gonna box at 150 this time so is that uh pretty pretty good weight for you you don't have trouble making that or anything um 150 is easy weight for me but um 135 was just too much of a weight cut that's because I, I normally walk around like 163 so fighting at 135 is just literally like three months of hell <laughs> so don't make many friends like that <laughs> yeah and I, honestly it paid off i think it was just too cutting myself down too skinny you know yeah. I see, what uh, your, what, 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 oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna ask. What was the weight at your your first fight? What What'd you fight at? The boxing that was one forty. One forty. Okay. And I I honestly think that, that like I'm just too drained, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Carry a little more weight. Um. I see you're a southpaw. Um. 510 so you're not you're not short um no i'm orthodox oh boxrex has got it wrong then you're orthodox huh yeah oh okay well then that that takes away my next question <laughs> <laughs> um some guys actually switch we were what the last fights we were at in element i remember seeing a guy and he was constantly switching from one side and another um with mixed martial arts, um, the footwork can be different, you know, because you're trying to position yourself for different things. Yeah. Um, transitioning into pro boxing, has that been different for you, trying to, like, you know, do the footwork, like, more traditional boxing style? or? Yeah, it's a little – I got to stand a little more narrow, you know, in boxing, straight boxing. In MMA, I, I stand a little more squared up to, you know, look for a takedown or a kick or something, you know. So I've been kind of changing my game up a little bit, standing more narrow, so – um yeah you make me think of uh danny huffman he, he was i always forget the guy's name um is a guy that's in his corner and he has some crazy superman or something exercise workouts uh, but it made me think about who's going to be in your corner you know you're you're a jungle gym guy but i mean are is zach or any of those guys going to be in your corner or do you have your own guys that are in your corner yep zach's gonna be in my corner zach's in your corner um coach baco also that's who it is yeah yeah, that, I, yeah, yeah. he's got some brutal workout or or exercise yeah he's actually from uh grand marie where i'm from actually so it's kind of cool oh nice what what's ba his name i think it cut out on me there uh bakovich okay yeah i think they call him baco but yeah bakovich um i feel bad danny's told me twice now i gotta remember that but I haven't met him. Maybe this time I'll actually get to meet him and say like, <laughs> yeah. 
cool. So we've been asking folks um, about that area and what it's like to watch boxing up there. Now you're from that area. You know, what can you tell us about the fight scene up there? Because, um, you know, we've never seen any boxing, whether it's amateur or professional up there. Um, and it sounds like this, uh, the garden uh, used to be grandma's the garden. Uh, yeah. or, and it sounds like it's renovated, according to Tyler. Um, but yeah, can you break it down for us? You know, what your experience watching boxing up there has been and what you anticipate the atmosphere to be like? Yeah, man. Uh, the garden is so awesome. Watch fights there. It's just, it's, it's really cool. It's kind of got like a balcony. You can look down at the fights too. So well, since I was been, since I was younger, I actually watching Zach fight. Um, it's always been so him and like Gary and stuff. So. so oh, you actually saw Zach fight up there, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. And Andy Coley and stuff. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so kind of, it's cool. Full circle, coming full circle for me to fight there too. So. Yeah. Um, Zach was just, uh, went home huh, for, or I say went home, went to Madagascar, I think where, where he was raised, uh, before he moved here. That that's crazy. I mean, but I was talking trip. to someone about that and they're like, he's from there. And then someone was like, yeah, jungle. Like that's where <laughs> jungle goes <from. laughs> So yeah. no, that's well, I'm happy to hear that he's back and going to be here for the fights and be in your corner. That's awesome. Yep. Um, you got anyone else that you want to uh, give shout outs to? Thanks to the, like you said, Zach Walters, Danny Huffman and Rondell Hubbard. They're my main guys. I go to every day, you know, so we're, we're talking along, man. We're training hard. So it's going to be a good night. Nice. Well, we're super pumped, man. Um, Brian, you got anything else before we uh, let Jesse go here? No, I was just wondering real quick if you have any favorite boxers that you like to watch. Yeah, uh, Mike Tyson actually is my number one favorite. My uh, When I was younger, my grandma actually rented a pay-per-view for me back in the day. Wow. So that was super cool. Cool. Yeah, I just like this energy, yeah. and, you know, always stalking people down and just bullying people, you know. Oh, yeah. Out when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, like you said, thanks again, man. I uh, enjoy following you on social media, but I'm going to enjoy watching you fight this time, you know. Um, Thank you, but thanks for making time and telling us your story, dude. No problem, man. All right. Yeah, thanks, we'll Jesse. We'll see you at the fights. Yeah, thank you.